Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. My husband is one of the most punctual men that I have ever known. And of course, being married to him as someone who's been labeled an abstract random with ADD most of my life, I have really worked hard at trying to be on time. And I even have to play games with myself, like making the clock five minutes early so that I will be there and won't be late. But When we traveled to Africa, especially, and at the outback of Australia and several South American countries where there seems to be no hurry, no worry, I like the attitude. Of course, people do have to hurry and they do worry because they just can't help it. But there's an author that's Oz Guinness. Some of you may know him. And in his book, Impossible People, he quoted an African proverb that really makes us wonder, and just step back a minute and listen to this. When we say, I don't have time, you think about the tyranny of your urgency and how schedules and deadlines dominate. And when they said that Westerners have watches, Africans have time, that is the best quote of all. What is it you want, a watch and a clock to run by or do you want time? I know that for some of us, just having that ample time without structure is not a good thing. And I truly believe that God had me in occupations all of my life where I lived by the clock and the buzzer, because I know that when I was teaching, if I didn't get to school on time, the kids were just standing out in the hall, wandering around, going to the other classrooms. And if I even let class out late, which was rare because the bell rings so loud in the classrooms, the kids have already gotten their stuff together and they're ready to pounce out the door. Now, this is high school I'm talking about. And then, of course, when I taught college and universities, it was very um, rude even to keep them late because that would make them late to their next appointment or their next class. So then after teaching, it was speaking. And often I was told, do not go over 45 minutes. And sometimes I was doing three sessions in a row. So if I stayed late and kept others late for one session, it was making them late to their next session. And so I was really diligent, also knowing that the feedback from the sponsor would be going to my bureaus. And if I didn't get a star in each category, they would just say, well, I'm not going to hire you for the next one. So I always had some guidelines and always knew what was best. But once we were retired, it was kind of hard because my husband, who had been used to me at least getting to work on time and getting home on time, was now having to wait for me to even go to church, wait for me to get ready to go somewhere, didn't have my clothes packed. I had to learn really quickly that it's not his 
problem, that I can't expect him as I couldn't have expected my bosses in the past, as I couldn't have expected my mama when I was growing up, although I did, to make sure that I got places on time. Maybe because I had been pampered a little bit and didn't ever learn how to structure time, I thought about this kind of because when we were in Africa, Westerners have watches, Africans have time. Well, we all have the same amount of numbers of seconds and minutes and hours in every day, 24 hours a day. So what we do with it is entirely up to us. But when we don't have the structure or the self-discipline or even the awareness of time, or if we're easily distracted like those of us with attention deficit, and we're constantly looking at one thing, reading something, squirrel, calling somebody, and finding out the day had passed and we barely got anything done, then we do have to go somewhere higher for structure. And that's where I would often pray, God, please do not let me waste my time today. Because really, it's God's time. In Psalm 90, all of our days pass away under your wrath. We finish our years with a moan. Our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures. Yet the best of them are but troubles and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. If only we knew the power of your anger. Now, at this point, we're thinking, wow, this seems really harsh. But then he goes on to say, your wrath is as great as the fear that is your due. So Lord, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. How long will it be, Lord? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your unfailing love, that we may sing for joy and be glad all of our days. Make us glad for as many days as you have afflicted us, Lord. We have seen trouble, but now may your deeds be shown to your servants and your splendor to their children. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us and establish the work of our hands Yes, establish the work of our hands. So in this psalm, this is actually a conversation that Moses is having with God, and it is written as even a prayer. And it's a time when Moses was going through a hard time, and the people were not behaving and listening, and this was that long trek in the desert, and some wanted to go, and some wanted to stay, and some were on time, and some weren't. And there were thousands, maybe millions, of the Israelites. How do you manage that? I can't even manage myself, much less a thousand other people. But I do know that we do have a brief life here on earth. 70 is normal, 80 if our health holds out, and 90 and beyond as my sweet mama, Bootsy, who is going to be 98 on her next birthday. You may have good genes, you may have a good life, you may have everything that you could possibly want, but it is still a brief life. And what do you want to leave as your legacy? It doesn't have to be a building or a donation or even a big inheritance for your children, but what it should have is an example a better example of what you know that God would expect from you. So that's my prayer for today. God, please let me be 
the kind of person you would have me to be. Help me to number my days, to order my life, and to accomplish in whatever time I have what you would have me to accomplish. And may it affect others, and may I give even beyond my means for others who really need and need you. And I pray this in the name of my Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters, and I pray that you will have a blessed week ahead. Thank you for being with me today. I'm Dr. Pepper, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.